Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, team every day. Every day. Every day. And we continue to see the Redskins' backfield decimated by injuries, and that's why they had to bring in Jamal Charles and Orleans Darkwa for workouts because that's the situation that they've now been presented with. Nick Cashew, Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm at Nick Cashew on Twitter, nickcashew.com slash Locked On Redskins, of course. And really, nobody better to talk about the decimated backfield of the Redskins than Aaron Hawksworth, who, of course, has been on this podcast before. And quite frankly, uh, we got two days' worth of conversation out of it, and it was a really popular podcast, so... It's just—it's every week. It's something new. It's something new with this team with the injuries, and you feel like right now that it's become a situation where we're going to have to deal with this week in a week out, like we did last year. They had 23 guys on injured reserve last year. This is just a tough stretch for them. It's worrisome uh, at this point right now, as the Redskins just continue to have issues at running back. Yeah, they continue to have problems. They just waived Martez Carter. Now yeah. it's not like Martez Carter was somebody we expected to be a starting running back on this team. But that's another dude that's now not in camp. They're going to work out people today, including Orleans Darqua, who is a former cow or for a former giant. Great. Like, I'm supposed to be excited about that. Like, that that's what it's come to for I them know. right now. And that's the thing yesterday, because nobody really asked, who are you bringing in? And the only reason that I could think that they're not going to bring in any big names is because those guys are going to want to play. And you've got to hope that Byron Marshall, Samaj P. Ryan, they're going to be healthy. They're going to have guys back next year presumably. So why would you bring in some guy who's going to want a contract and you're going to have to pay him? They're probably going to find some guys just to fill in these gaps for a little while. The Redskins right now are left with Rob Kelly and Capri Bibbs fully healthy. Chris Thompson still working back from that broken leg from last year. You've got two other running backs in Pirine and Marshall that are now out on top of that. Martez Carter now gone. They waived him like, this is already getting us to the point where we remember last year when they didn't have enough offensive linemen to practice. I mean, that's... And we're, we're getting not close even to, to week one of the season. We're not even to the third preseason game where most of the starters play. Oh, so this is... It's deja vu a little bit. I mean, I don't want to be that extreme and negative, but it's starting to feel like, oh man, and I can't even imagine how Jay Gruden must be feeling. Uh, look, well, he's. I think I think the guy's numb to it at this point. We've gotten to the point now where Jay Gruden has dealt with so many injuries in the past year that when there are injuries, he kind of just looks at it and goes, "Well, this is the same thing all over again." I'm doing the same damn thing I did last year. Uh, yeah. I just keep I mean, on moving. Do you just kind of roll your eyes and be like, all right, the next man up. Here uh, we go again. I guess so. This was Jay Gruden when he was asked about the injuries. Yeah, we're still in the process of uh, trying to figure that out. You know, Rob Kelly and Pete Ryan <laughs> want to get Samaje some good looks. He got hurt on his first run, had a great run, 30-yard run, and uh, hurt his ankle. So, and I want to try to get a good look at Byron, and he kind of got dinged up there. Um, Rob Kelly got a few touches, and obviously uh, Martez had a couple good looks. So, um Capri Bibbs continues to be consistent in his job as protecting running routes and running the ball. So um, it'll be a tough deal for us to figure all that out, but we will. Yeah, and also since you named a running back that's not even on the roster anymore, Martez why, Yeah, Carter. why did he say Martez I, Carter look good? Well, I'm look, like, you, what? I guess they waved him, though, because he's injured as well, but I don't know. Yeah, but what... I, I would love to know, and I'm sure it'll come out at some point what the injury is, but when you're waved with an injury designation... I yeah I assume that they looked at him and said he probably wasn't going to make the team anyway, yeah. so we might as well go ahead and do this. But you just kind of look at this right now and say you got to get bodies in camp. Like you're you put yourself in a position now if you're the Redskins where you're he hampering must have yourself. Been that bad because they're already thinning out there. I'm curious, like what did you see that you didn't like? Right, they're looking at this like, well, Martez <laughs> Carter's kind of hurt. We should probably wave him and 
Let's talk to Orleans Darqua. I think he'll be a great addition to this team. I mean, they look, they're thin and it's see, this is the thing though, Aaron. You you said you don't want to be negative about it. You don't want to think about it in terms of what it was last well, year. I just woke you're not up. wrong I'm, though. I know. I, I know you just woke up. I don't want to start my day like negative Nancy from the jump <laughs> here, but dang. I mean, it is kind of depressing. Do you maybe they saw some guys in the draft or the, the you know, there's some young guys that they looked at that maybe are out there that they could bring in. Like I'm sure it's got to be guys we've never heard of. I don't think they're going to bring in Adrian Peterson, no. Jamal Charles. I don't know if he's still Eddie available. Eddie Lacy's still available. Yeah, exactly. Eddie Lacy can't stay in shape, so there's no way they're going to bring his fat ass into the organization. So <laughs> I don't really know what they're going to do other than find some young guys right now that possibly could be waived, could be released, uh, could be cut from one of these teams. Where That's the one thing we do have to think of, too, is there are some young guys out there that the team absolutely has their eyes on. They've got a long list of players. Uh, yeah. If he's available, and you gotta we'll trust go after they've this. got a nice list in that they're not panicking about it. Look, I mean, they found Rob Kelly. That was Byron Marshall. I, I mean, when they're healthy, they can really contribute. I liked what they had, albeit it's a running back by committee situation now that Geist is out for the season. But, you know, you look at different opponents, those guys that they have in that running back room have different skill sets and to change them up. Uh, I thought it was a positive thing, but now that Samaje Pirine, we heard yesterday, he's walking around in a boot. I mean, I don't know if that's to speed the recovery process up. So, but like, anytime you see a dude walking around in a boot, it's not that good. Like, I don't get, I don't get overly worried when there's a, a walking boot because you're right, it can be precaution. Right, well. like just stay off it because we need you back in a just, week or two. Yeah, but. please don't get more hurt than you already are. We desperately need you, but. Yeah, look, I, it's easy for anyone, whether it's the media covering this team, whether it's a fan, whether it's the coaching staff, the training staff, to have flashbacks of last season and go, oh my God, it's happening again already. Like we're, It's just, look, injuries will pile up. This is football. It's big guys running into each other at a really fast pace. This is what happens sometimes. But when you remember last season when the Redskins had 23 guys go on injured reserve by the end of the season – it's natural for you to sit there and go, is this the same thing all over again? I'll tell you this, though, Aaron, if it becomes one of those situations again this year where it's not just football injuries, but it's what the hell is going on there? What's wrong? You have to start wondering what this team is doing wrong. They've got this new training facility. They've got this you know, new recovery center that they have where everybody's supposed to be there and you go into a bubble and you do all this cool stuff and I'd like to pretend I know what it is. I don't. I know there's hyperbaric chambers and I know lots of athletes like to use that. That's as much as I know, but if this still becomes an issue this year where everybody's getting hurt more yeah. than just regular NFL standard f- types of injuries, you got yourself a problem on your hands and you need to reassess what you're doing as an organization from a training staff, from a, a, a medical well, staff, something like and figure it out. the running backs that got injured broke out on big runs. Maybe just don't do that. Right. That's, that's what we want, Aaron, is please don't go, please just, don't run the ball more than 20 yards. three yards, please. No, three just, yards and fall down. I'm just kidding. I, I don't, I can't figure it out either. I mean... <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like, yeah, no, look, just don't just don't overexert yourself this season. Right. We need you for week 10, so please don't go get hurt. Please don't run If you're run approaching 20, 20 yards. yards, alert, alert. Well, part of the thing is, too, guys like Samaj P. Ryan getting hurt on long runs that don't know what to do because they're like, well, I've never done this before. Whoa, nobody's <laughs> tackling me. I can keep running? Hold on a second here. I don't know what to do with my hands. I guess so I'll keep far, running. Rob Kelly's the only one who hasn't broke out on a big run, and he's still healthy. Samaj P. Ryan's ankle's like, we don't usually run this much, <laughs> so why in the 
the world is this going on? I'm not conditioned for this. Oh, geez. Uh, speaking of positives, though, there have been some positive signs with the Redskins run game. Believe it or not, even with all of these injuries, we'll get to that next on the Locked On Redskins podcast. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on Redskins. Look, you and I certainly got into a little bit in terms of the uh, the frustration when it comes to the injuries in the Redskins backfield. But I did see this, and I got to give Rich Tandler credit because he brought up brought this up actually at NBCSportsWashington.com. Uh, the Redskins starters last year against defenses that were also starters in the preseason gained 13 yards on 13 carries. That was last preseason. This preseason has actually been a lot better in terms of in two preseason games, the Redskins have rushed for 216 yards, okay? Which is, that's that's a decent amount. It's nothing to be really excited about, but it is still the preseason. In the first halves of the games, they have 31 rushes for 109 yards. So that's 3.5 yards a carry. It's not massive, but it is an improvement from last year. And one of the things, I think, Aaron, that we do, that we can at least keep in our minds and say, well, maybe this is going to be sort of a positive trend for them, is that Samaj P. Ryan, not Samaji, Samaj P. Ryan, when he's healthy, is now going to be in his second year, is going to be in a position where he understands the NFL a little bit more, that it's different than what it was in college, that maybe Rob Kelly now fully healthy. Remember, missed a lot of time last year. If he can make this team, I know that they sort of crown him as the starter right now, but like we've seen this so often where this team loves to just go ahead and throw this guy in as a, as a starter, like a Matt Jones and now Rob Kelly, and you're like, have they really earned this spot right now? I don't think Rob Kelly's necessarily still a lock if everybody's healthy to make this team. And I, we may get into it later in the show, but there's usually a shocking cut. I mean, Orlando Skandrick might have been that veteran guy for the Redskins already, but I almost wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't make the team. But I know Jay Gruden loves him. So there's that, but I just don't think he's as athletic as Samaj P. Ryan, and it's Samaj, not G. Thank you. Um, and I, I like Samaj P. Ryan. I really think he's going to show a lot of growth this season. I believe in him. Yeah, Joe Tessitore saying Samaj P. Ryan is never going to get out of my head from that. Yeah, At look, first, I was I, like, have I been saying it wrong this whole right, time? No, like, I was second-guessing myself. I don't like it when I hear national people's pronouncing names wrong because then i'm like well maybe i'm wrong no, no. you're right i cover this team keep Gosh that darn in your it. head you are right it's not tyra it's not tarod it's still tyrod damn it tyrod Ta- taylor tarod. how weird was that tyrod taylor versus tyrod taylor i just love like, that what? he's such a sweetie pie and never let anyone know we've been saying his name well, wrong this uh, whole time as i said on twitter i know what it's like to have your name mispronounced so if that's the case i feel for but him I that think, way uh, P. Ryan is going to come out of his shell. He's going to fix his fumbling issues and he's going to be a really good back. I do. Like I said, I think he's athletic. I like him to emerge this season as a running back that they can use certainly on first and second down. Look, he's got the size and he's got the talent to be an every down back in the NFL. That's why the Redskins drafted him. You hope that that's the case, but we just didn't see that his rookie year. The fumbling issues are a problem. We need him to break off bigger runs like you did have against the Jets the other day. Uh, but now his ankles aren't used to it, so they're like, hold on, I need to take a second here because I can't, <laughs> I can't feel my ankles anymore. Oh, yeah, look, I just, you, you, you look at this big picture, and if they are able, like, there is certainly still a possibility that what's going on in the Redskins' backfield right now in terms of injuries does not linger throughout the season, that they are relatively healthy, that this is something they nipped in the bud and they're being more cautious, which I would argue they are. Like, if this was the regular season, you could imagine that you probably wouldn't see Byron Marshall maybe being out two to four weeks, that it would only be 
you know, a week and a half and then maybe he's back. That's just a huge blow because I really see Marshall as sort of that workhorse type back. I mean, in terms of carrying a heavier load than the other guys that they have in that running back room and to have him out two to four weeks, you really want to see him get that work and get those reps in now. And that's that's a huge blow, I think, to have him out. And we also have to keep in mind that we haven't seen Chris Thompson out there at all yet either, which certainly helps them in the backfield. But they're also being very cautious with him coming off of the injury that he had when last it year. it opens the door for my man Capri Bibbs to make the team. <laughs> and I love that guy. I love watching his style of play. He's kind of like a Chris Thompson clone. I know he doesn't want to be known as just a pass-catching back. But I love what he can do for this team. And I think, you know, he has a real opportunity now with Marshall and P. Ryan being hurt. They really need him. now. It's gone from, oh, gosh, we're going to have to cut a really good back to, mm-hmm. oh, we actually need all these guys. Well, now. let's look at it like this, then. If all of these guys, obviously, minus Darius guys are healthy in that backfield at the time of cuts which probably won't be the case because Byron Marshall still may have some ankle issues that may prevent that. But let's just say for argument's sake, everybody's healthy healthy. enough. Who's the odd man out? And that's if they even bring anybody into camp like an Orleans dark one. I gotta go Fit Kelly. I like that Fit Kelly, by the way. That's good. Did you make that up? Is that you? Did somebody else do that? I don't know if I can take credit. You can't take credit? I don't know who, but I think I did see it somewhere. Unless it was in a dream and I just... I had this dream of a really great nickname for Rob Kelly. So instead of Fat what Rob, am I he's Fit about Kelly. Rob Kelly, I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. He's you know he's he's in shape now, so I don't know how far down the rabbit hole you want to go on this dream, Aaron. Sheesh. But I'm just saying it's there. Wow. So you say you think Rob Kelly's the odd man out? I, the, I honestly, it's a really tough decision, it is. and I don't want to say Rob Kelly is out, but I'm gonna have to. I just. I just don't think he's as impressive. Now, this is assuming everyone's healthy and right. P. Ryan makes the jump I, I, I'm envisioning him making. I think he can be really solid. He's he's bigger um, and more athletic to me than Rob Kelly, and I think he would be so much better if he could just work on the fumbling issue and kind of make that leap that you know we're expecting him to make. Honestly, in terms of performance, Rob Kelly makes sense to be the odd man out if all of these guys are healthy, but... You have to look at the bigger picture, and we know how much Jay Gruden loves him. We know how much Jay Gruden wants him to succeed. We know how much Jay Gruden was like this with Ryan Grant. Where exactly. They did everything and that's they why could I think no to matter, showcase him. No matter uh-huh. how well these other guys do, Rob Kelly, I mean, even like you look at how much he changed. He cut his hair. He lost yeah. all this weight. He's probably showing them like, hey, I'll do whatever you guys need me to do to be that guy. Right. And that's and that's great. Like, it there, is. There's nobody that doesn't like Rob Kelly. You hear within the organization. I've interviewed him and a few times. He's talking about Great guy. Yeah, but you you just you can't take that into consideration when you're trying to build a football team. I'm sorry, that's just the way that it is, and we haven't seen a lot out of Rob Kelly. We honestly haven't. I just he's had the worst performance so far in the first two games. He really hasn't done enough to show me that, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm really excited. You know, honestly, what it is, Aaron, it's the same thing as last year before he got hurt. It was the same thing where he's he's just a guy. He's he's a jag. He is he, a jag. He's just a guy. Bill Parcells told me about jags. He's just a jag. I think he's a jag. Sorry, but... And it's unfortunate because you'd like to see him make the team because, look, I'm a sucker for those stories. Guy goes undrafted, ends up making the team. I because, am, too. They're my favorite. Yeah, That's why a, I want Capri Bit. No, there's, well, <laughs> look, there's a reason why those stories don't exist a lot because they don't happen a lot because most people don't get to that level. There's a reason why he wasn't invited to the combine. There's a reason why he did go undrafted. Because he's just a guy. He is. Samaj P. Ryan, though, he has more of that pedigree, but it's can he start to, you know 
correct some of these things and make that jump and show some progression in his development. I mean, look, if he's only out a week, let's say he misses just the preseason game against the Broncos, that's a that's a blow because that's the one where you want to see the starters get the most amount of time, the most snaps. Maybe, maybe if it's just an actual week, he's ready to go by that game. I could see the possibility that P. Ryan is out there next Friday because remember, you have that extra day. It's something where you want to try and get as much time with people that would be either starters or potential starters out there with the guys that you know are starters on top and of that. And let's not forget, Alex Smith, while he is a veteran, he's still on a new team yep. with new guys. Like, I want to see them on the field for like a half. Yeah, at least. I'd like to see them I go to the third them get quarter. It right. I want to see them stay on the field until they feel like they've got things right and they're ready to go. You want and that, if they but... don't get it at the third, do more in the fourth then. Well, I don't know if I want to see them play the entire game. Now you're just being cruel, No, Aaron. no, no, not play the entire <laughs> game. But if, if they feel like they haven't, you know, established what they feel and gotten things right to the point where they're feeling good about week one at Arizona, then maybe they do need to do a drive or two in the fourth as well just to kind of make sure they are on the hey, same what? page. If Jay Gruden puts his starters out there in the fourth quarter, that would be an interesting situation. Oh, no, I meant the fourth preseason game. Oh, I thought you meant the fourth quarter no, of the third preseason. No, now no, you're jumping I'm ahead sorry. on me here. I'm sorry. See, this is what happens when you come in here and you show up and I got 10 minutes before. And I'm all sharp and ahead of you. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to have to have more coffee, apparently. Well, you slept <laughs> Longer than me. <laughs> How much confidence do the Redskins have in their young corners? Apparently a lot, because Orlando Skandrick is now off to the Chiefs after they released him the other day. And it's all the young guys and Josh Norman. It's the Locked On Redskins podcast. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. The start of the NFL regular season is actually right around the corner. And this season, don't sit around watching the Redskins from home when you could be at FedEx Field and the crowd cheering on in person thanks to Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is offering Locked On Redskins listeners 10% off your first ticket order when you use the exclusive promo code Locked On. That's Locked On. New customers only, and this offer is only good through the end of August. So you got to get started right away. Preseason and regular season tickets are available now. The Redskins kick off their home schedule on September 16th against the Colts. And you could be there for all the excitement go to vividseats.com or download the app and enter promo code locked on for 10 percent off your first order the offseason's over the nfl is back and vivid seats wants to help you get to the game you are locked on redskins i mean going back to actually what the redskins situation is now there's nothing to do with instagram models hopefully they got a lot of young corners besides Josh Norman. Hopefully none of the Redskins cornerbacks are dating IG yeah. models. Guys, I'm going to tell you now, Quentin Dunbar, all right, They're Fabian Moreau, to get that bag. stay away from those Instagram models, okay, guys? If Hashtag you're listening, Gucci game. please stay away. If they have anything that looks suspicious on social media, stay away from it. Unless you don't mind giving your money away. <laughs> Which hopefully they don't. Hopefully they would like to keep their money for themselves oh, instead. But yeah, look, God. Quentin Dunbar, you got to think, this is Johnny's basically been your, impressive. And it, he's really, I mean, you got to think he's only been a corner for a couple of years. This guy's a converted he's a receiver. He's a talented young man. He's got number 23 now, right? If Big you, shoes to fill. I think yeah. that's awesome respect to D. Hall. Yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't, you think that that's what it is? is a, you think that's more of like a tribute to him? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, obviously it's not a D. shot Hall at him. Hall was like really supportive of, and he was the leader in that yeah. room. I think for sure. I mean, he retired, he got his number now. I think it's paying tribute to him and you know, showing his respect for D Hall. And really the bigger story out of all this too, though, in terms of the young talent there is you've got an undrafted rookie free agent in Danny Johnson, who is a lot of people are saying he's the reason why they've essentially said Orlando Skandrick is not 
has no value on this team for us. That's why they let him go. Do you go. think there was anything else there with Skandrick? Like, I heard he was kind of weird. I, I heard there was, he didn't like being there. I asked the players, but I, I don't think on TV they're going to tell me the truth. Yeah. Like, I asked how he's fitting in, and I tried to kind of, like, get it out of them. But I kind of noticed him standing by himself on the sidelines, not really talking to the other guys. And, you know, as a defensive back, communication is, like, one of the most important things. I just got this sense. I don't know if it's because he played for the Cowboys. I don't think it's that petty. See, that would be weird. Honestly, but, but he is an LA guy, and sometimes they have different personalities. And maybe he just wasn't like meshing with the team very well. On top of the fact that these younger guys have really stepped up, he spent a lot I of just time. Think there might have been something else there. And I don't think you're wrong because I've heard whispers of that too. That he just wasn't. He wasn't. Not that he necessarily wasn't even getting along with guys, but he just wasn't happy there, didn't fit. He was kind of, there was almost an outcast feel. And I guess being the new guy and maybe you don't have a big personality, that may be the case. It's hard sometimes. It's like being the new guy in school, right? He just seemed kind of aloof. Yeah. And that's, it's hard to integrate yourself into a new organization if you have that type of attitude. But I will say this, I... I'm a little nervous, but I'm cautiously optimistic about the talent because one of the things you and I talked about really leading up to training camp was the cornerback position was one of the biggest question marks for them. At the time, we had Darius Geis healthy, so we weren't worried about the run game. The wide game. receivers and the cornerbacks, I would say, were the Those were question the marks. two big worries. Yeah. And really, with the defensive line being improved the way that it is now, with the talent, as long as that stays healthy, obviously, everything is whether or not they stay healthy. But Quentin Dunbar is now establishing himself as the number two corner on this team. Fabian Moreau is now turning into the slot corner, which... People expected that because you have Kendall Fuller gone. He sort of jumped into that role last year where injured, drops in the draft, rookie year not so great, second year great. Fabian Moreau now is in the same position that Kendall Fuller was last year. So we expected him to kind of be that guy. Greg Stroman. Greg Stroman, a seventh-round pick on top of that. Somebody Another that the, Virginia Tech guy. And a special teams guy, too. Yeah. They're liking that, him when, when it, he was doing special teams. Exactly. With Torian Gray as the cornerback's coach, you got to think that he's going to take care of his guys out of Virginia Tech. Well, hopefully it's because they can actually play, not just because they're Hokies. That's my hope anyway. But yeah, look, and then you have a guy in Danny Johnson, an undrafted rookie. That's, I mean, his name has been mentioned more than I feel like any other corner other than Josh Norman. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is constantly being talked Danny about. Danny Johnson doing great and things. Cam Sims have been like the stars so far in preseason. And it's funny because neither one of us, we didn't pick either one of those as the preseason heroes, right? No, we didn't. We didn't. And I'm disappointed in that. Although Danny Johnson, I don't think anybody would have expected. Tim Settle. Tim Settle. I love Tim Settle. Me too. So, yeah, look, they've got a lot of you. And this is what's so good when you build a team and you layer the talent where you have your starters, you have your backups that you know can contribute in a decent amount at least. Then you've got the guys lower than that where they're more development players, but they may have a future a couple years down the road with the right coaching. That's what the Redskins are doing now. What about the wide receiver group, though? We haven't been talking about Paul Richardson and Josh Doxson. It's been Cam Sims, Cam Sims, Cam Sims, Cam Sims. I forgot about Josh Josh Doxson even being on the roster right now. I know. All we've talked about is either injuries or nothing with him. That's it. And that's, that's not it. good. No, it's not. No, it's not. Alex Smith needs someone There's to throw the ball to. There's a lot of expectations there. So. Oh, and by the way, Jordan Reed, we haven't really seen him at all either. Some of this is them being cautious. I get it. Jordan right. Reed just needs to be in shape and healthy. And this third preseason game is going to be interesting to see what these starters do. I'm really curious I want to see, see this first do. team offense do something. And I know Jay Gruden's not going to show us, you know, the full bag of tricks in preseason. And we're probably not going to see them do anything that they, they're going to run in a regular season game. Maybe some situational or red zone 
things, but it's not going to be as exciting as it could be. But still, to, to see those guys and get a little glimpse, a little flash of what is to come would be nice. All right, make sure you give Aaron a follow on Twitter at ABC7Aaron. Remember, I'm on Twitter at Nick Ashew, nickashew.com slash locked on Redskins or anything else on the website at just nickashew.com. The usual, that's what's good. Uh, 106.7 The Fan as well, NBC Sports Washington. We're back tomorrow. It's the Locked on Redskins podcast. You are Locked on Redskins.